Hello, and welcome to Metal Brunch Club, a podcast about coffee, mm. blast beats, and three dudes' opinions on this metal sucks. albums you never wanted. So, crank those volume levels to 11 and enjoy some good old-fashioned metal music with your hosts, Brian, Nick, and Jordan. Episode five. We did it. We finally made it. <laughs> Most podcasts don't make it this far, so I, this is a this is a huge yeah, feat. We're still a doing it. For us we're guys. still doing it. What's up, you little chodes? Today we're talking about Norma Jean and their new record, Death Rattle, Sing for Me. Angry songs make me feel worse. Happy songs make me feel like a That clip comes from the first song on their record, titled 1994, and that part immediately goes into this part. I just feel like you guys need to hear it. Fucking stupid. That this, man sounds angry. This record is crunchy. That's Crisp. the way. Thick. It's, man. Raw. Raw. Dog. Raw dog. <laughs> it is a loud ass album. Like yeah. it, it. It might be one of the the loudest things I've heard because I usually listen to to rel- my music relatively loud in my car, and I actually had to turn this yeah. guy down because it was killing my shit. I have hearing loss, and it was hurting my ears. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Everyone involved in the making of this record is super talented um, from the band, obviously, to the audio engineers and producers involved, including uh, Corey, the singer's brother, Matthew Putman. And it's, I mean, it's that Misery Signals effect, right? It's, you know, brothers. There it is again. Yeah, it's brothers. They just know how to, family members know how to work when you got that blood. That's how you form a good band. Yeah. You got to be brothers. Yeah, Matthew has a, a bunch of uh, writing and production credits on the record. And then every instrument just has this like layer of distortion on it that creates like so much extreme aggression. And I feel like they blew out their speakers a few times throughout the making of this record, let's be honest. They had to. I was actually reading a, a review where they uh, stated that there's 200 individual audio tracks Holy shit. on this record. I like, believe the, it. The, the 13 songs, which like... Nick, I mean, you and Brian, you guys have both like made music. Like, yeah, what is like an average song? Like, I mean, I shout mean, what out, would you say, shout out to <laughs> whoever mixed this shit because, like, yeah, I mean, it depends. Like, definitely not 200 isn't normal. Um, that's, right, that's yeah. a lot, but um, whoever somehow mixed together all 200 of those tracks and kept things like so, like, 
I don't know, distorted and grimy and like doomy and gloomy. Yeah. But also made it sound like really crisp and clear and clean somehow mm-hmm. as well. Like just, I mean, everyone involved in making the record obviously is like talented as fuck. So yeah. it sounds mean, great. They actually made the bass audible on this album, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, something that in metal you don't really get. And this bassist has a few spots where he shines throughout the album. But yeah, like yeah. you can actually hear that low end, which after just the wall of sound that it is, um, yeah. the fact that they're still able to balance that out is like nothing short of a miracle. Mm-hmm. I really think. And I gotta say, like these these clips really kind of showcase Corey Brandon, um, the vocalist who's been their vocalist since their second album. Um, he absolutely tears up this this record, like. For sure, his yeah. his highs that he gets on this album just sounds so like shredded and raw, but like still in control, uh, and mm-hmm. it just really adds that kind of like frantic intensity that each of the songs bring. Yeah, I would agree. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I feel like I noted from listening to this album is, with everything being so digitized today, this album made me feel like the guitarists were playing through single pedals, like. I don't think that's the case, but like for some reason when I hear this, if I were to hear it live, it wouldn't be through some Kemper, some Axe Effects, yeah. something. It would probably be through a boutique amp with, you know, single pedals and stuff like that. Sure. Ironically, I actually read an interview earlier today with his with Matt and Corey where this is like the first album that they were fully digital. So it's funny that you say <laughs> that's that so like crazy. This is like Wrong the, again. the yeah. album that you're like <laughs> this you sounds know nothing. Fucking, shit. This sounds fucking natural as hell. And it's, it's like, no, it's it's all computers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. My skill is guitar. <laughs> yeah, player, exactly. And I was looking through I was trying to find some guitar playthroughs and I found this one from uh, you know, Grayson of, you know, 2019 when he's doing something off all hail. And you know, he's using like tonality plugins and stuff like that. And it sounds awesome, but I don't know what it was. It's like, I listened to this in my car and I'm like, this just sounds really raw. So, for, raw. Yeah. you know, it's not like I'm listening to some genty band where it's like, bop, everything's bop, bop, perfect. Bop, 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 yeah. Bop. Yeah. Like high noise gates, like super just compressed almost feeling. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, hats well, off. Everything yeah. had, has like distortion on it. Like the drums have like mm-hmm. bass, like the vocals, like, literally everything has some like layer of distortion on it and somehow they mixed that together in like the most perfect way to where even if it is digital it sounds raw because of that probably but i also really love um the some of the lyrics on this record Uh, really relatable like a lot of honest honesty and like vulnerability and stuff like that and i feel like that's not something i usually would take away from other norma jean records or pretty much anything yeah, I mean, I just, the only lyrics I ever remember from their album Redeemer, where he's like, the South is on fire. Yeah. And that's like the maybe the, the Norma Jean lyric that I remember. But this one, yeah, has a lot of lyrics where I'm singing along with it. For sure. And it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, Spearmint Revolt. I think it's like probably their most played song currently, at least on Spotify. Yeah, it is their most played song on Spotify. It was... Uh, one of their earlier ones they released too. Yeah, that's probably because it's the most dynamic track on the record, in my opinion. Um, has a little bit of everything, some like technical elements. It's got like a chorus. It's got um, this bridge that feels like kind of like more pulled back and like emotional, and then it has like a ton of heavy shit as well. So, um, I'm gonna actually play one of my favorite parts from that song. It's actually from the end of the song, 
And this is one of those moments that I can only really describe as a sonically crushing sledgehammer smash dick. Did my headphones blow out during <laughs> yeah. that song? When I first heard that, I was like, oh, I'm in. Like, I want to hear more of this record. And I also, I think, immediately put headphones on because I was like, <laughs> I feel like this record is going to sound fucking cool, like, in a pair of, like, nice headphones. So, yeah, I, and I, it does. I thought, I, I pointed on my phone at first, and I thought that I had actually, like, my phone just happened to shit the bed while I was playing this song because of how yeah. heavy the distortion gets. So I went into my car and just listened to it on my sound system that I have in there. And I was like, oh, no, this is by design. I think it's probably the same like you. When I heard this song and I heard this ending, I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a, a really unique and fun listen. Yep. It's, it's definitely one of the most enjoyable songs on the record for sure. And the way you described it, what was it? Sonically crushing sledgehammer smash dick. That's the one, yep. That is uh, that's quite a description. <laughs> I wrote that. I wrote that out ahead of time. You know, that's my, you know, that's what I'm, that's they're gonna have what I do. Do we trademark you know? it? Yeah, they're going to have it on their website in quotes. So like, you know, they're going to have five out of five stars. Metal, yeah. metal Brunch yeah. Club. Metal Brunch Club. <laughs> Sonically, Sonically crushing, crushing sledgehammer smash dick. Five stars. Um, so we'll move on to... Uh, some of Jordan's favorite moments. Uh, I think the first one that you have here is from a song called Call for the Blood. Call for the Blood is an interesting song. Uh, I actually hated this song like the first time that I heard it because I didn't think that any of the parts like gelled together. Uh, but it, it's they're also like discordant and the rhythms are kind of like almost battling each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, so it sounds just like this very mathy and strange composition. And at first I was like, why in the fuck would they choose to do this? But the more and more I listened to it, I was like, oh, okay, like this really does all come together. Mm-hmm. Is this the one that starts out with the ones and zeros Zero and counting? Yeah. I, I heard the intro to that and I was like, I like this. I'm drawn in. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll keep listening. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. But yeah, this is, I, I chose this single just because, um, I mean, they were always touted as like a math core band and mm-hmm. they kind of went away from that as they progressed. I mean, still had elements of it, but this is definitely the record where they kind of brought back some of their earlier intensity um, and just weirdness. Uh, and this song, I think, really showcases that with, again, just a lot of those um, kind of battling harmonies and, and mm-hmm. um, rhythms, and I think it's just very interesting. Hell yeah. But not as interesting as the next song I'd like to share with you guys, if you'll Ooh. allow me. Uh, it's <laughs> Nice segue there. Yeah, like um, it's, it's from the um, uh, song A Killing Word. 
That du- it's good. double bass, you know. That double bass. Every time I hear cool. double bass, it's not <laughs> the best. Not only the double bass, but like the southern kind of twang to it as well. That riff. Scared arrow. Scared arrow. He pulled out a, a toothpick as he was playing that song and was just chewing the shit out of it. Scared arrow. That's what it did to me. Yeah. The, that part fucks though. Like. Yeah. Straight up, uh, that's actually the. I was talking about it with uh, the guys earlier. That might be the the fastest double bass I've ever heard on like a Norma Jean album, ever. Yeah. Uh, agreed. They they play with double bass, but it's never like actual. It's not like not a lot of parts where they do just you know a straight on double bass like that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. where it's like fast too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they but they still maintain like that groove. Like you can still head bob to the whole entire mm-hmm. thing. You're sitting there with the stank face because. Yep homies just moving those tootsies yeah but you're you're still bobbing your head uh yeah i don't know yeah it was it was a part where when i first heard it i, I rewound a few times and, yeah and just when i heard going. it i was like "Ooh, i like that and i was like i'm gonna choose that as my st- time stamp and i was like somebody else is for sure gonna choose that as their favorite part so someone did I it was it me open. Uh, but then your third fave was from Sleep Explosion, and they had a music video for this one. Is that right? Uh, they did. I have it pulled up. We're not going to actually play. Okay. Actually, whenever, um, for whatever reason, I just I didn't remember this part. So, like, listening back to your timestamp, I was actually, oh, this part's fucking sick, but I'll play it here. I'm a slut for triplets. Yeah. Like, so good. Yeah. I and they're not triplets. tight. Those were sloppy. Those were like, like yeah, <laughs> sloppy, <laughs> crunchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're real good. Glonky. <laughs> that's a word I can use. You can use glonky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it just sounded glonky to me. <laughs> real glonky. That, that's a, uh, and, and yes, the, that was the first uh, music video that they, they released. But, okay. um, yeah, that breakdown just is very old school to me. Mm-hmm. Totally. I would agree. Like, yeah, I just You've heard get, it before, right? You know? I've heard it by Norma Jean probably <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on their first album, yeah. in fact, and that's yeah. why I liked it so much. I was like immediately transported back to my school bus where I first heard Norma Jean and mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, yeah. this is a, a whole new world is yeah. opened up to me." Jizzing in my little diaper, you're you know just what like I mean? picturing seeing them play this live in a basement show or you know mm-hmm. VFW hall, some you know gymnasium yeah that's where i picture girl this. jeans or gym shorts on <laughs> yeah doing the crab 
doing the crap. And I also liked some of the distortion that they added to Corey's vocals mm-hmm. in, in the middle of it when he's doing those highs. His vocals kind of clip out a little bit there. And I just think it, I don't know, like we talked about before, every element of this album is an instrument, mm-hmm. including the production. Yeah, And I think sure. that, that just is kind of uh, showcasing that really nicely. Brian, let's talk about some of your favorite moments. Let's do it. What's the first one that you liked? I'm probably going to mispronounce it, but uh, Aria Obscura? I don't know if I'm saying Yeah, I don't know about you boys, but it's good. I love it. That's kind of similar to what we were just talking about. I feel like that that is just like a classic style riff that you would hear from Norma Jean. And Mm -hmm. whenever I first heard it, I was like, oh, okay, like this is nothing new. But then like after I made it through the record, and one thing I will say about this record is it did grow on me. Like the first time I went through it, I was sort of like... I don't know, some, some parts kind of blended together and I kind of like, I didn't have as much of an appreciation for it. I, I for sure was like into it. There's some cool parts. I like was a fan of the production and how it sounded. But after I listened to it a couple of times, it really, really grew on me. And that's one of those parts that also like, whenever it came back around, probably like my second time through, like I was like, oh, okay, like this tight, like bobbing my head to it. And the vocal over that part is really dope too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and, and I'm curious, what Brian, how do you feel about this album? So this is this is going to sound weird to say and it's not going to make any sense but I like this album and all the elements of it and the way it's put together and everything but I just don't see myself jamming it consistently. Yeah. I don't really have a good answer. I think it's just maybe not my niche or something maybe, but I think musically, composition, you know, artistry, everything about it is solid and I think it's a very unique album. It's just I don't think it's my it's my go-to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think yeah. it makes total sense. I was just curious. Okay, well, yeah. don't judge me. No, I... I I'm... I was afraid. No, I... You would be... Fight, fight, We haven't used that clip yet. We hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just curious. Nick, Nick had just talked about his. I love this album. I think I might be the most... You might be the most into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like Brian, I don't know if I'll come back to it or not. There's just so much other stuff to listen to, but um, I, I do enjoy it, and I think it's a good record, and I think other people should listen to it. Oh, yeah, and I, and I think they'll, they're going to listen to it after listening to these clips. For they're sure. going to listen to it after hearing it from us. Tell them to listen to it, Yeah, that's obviously. what's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, what? Brian, what was the second one that you wanted to show us? It's uh, any percent, and that percent is the symbol. It's not spelled out percent. I just want to make sure. <laughs> Nick's just going to start those clips <laughs> any percent of the way through what you're saying. He is. That's true. Yep. That chorus uh, strikes me as like my favorite, probably for the album. Yeah, so. it's definitely one of the catchiest for sure. Again, very old school sounding. Mm-hmm. It's got that like, I mean, I, I think he's, sing- he's like doing a single 
like note strumming on like probably a top string or something. It doesn't sound like he's actually full on strumming multiple strings, but I could be wrong because I suck at guitar. But it's really good, right. really driving, and the the catchiness. Um, it kind of gives me a little bit of old thrice-ish kind of vibes too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they meant to do that. I get that. But I like it. Some artist in the ambulance. Yeah. Fantastic. Classic. It's interesting because like when I was thinking about listening to this album, these guys have had I think 400 uh, band member changes over the over the years. <laughs> That's, about, um, that's probably about right. I mean, might be rounding down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, not an exaggeration. When you scroll through their timeline on their Wikipedia page, you scroll. Um, a lot of colors. There's a lot of colors. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting because most of these guys started with the bands like in 2019, a lot of, or like 2018, a lot of the major players still. So it's like guys who probably grew up listening to Norma Jean, <laughs> getting to write like Norma Jean albums, how they remember them. And yeah. That's just kind of what this song and, and you know, uh, Spearmint, Revolt, and stuff like that remind me of. Is like, oh, this is probably what these guys remember Norma Jean sounding like, and they're just finally getting to write it out. Yeah. And it's just an interesting thing to That's think cool. about. That yeah. is a cool way to think about it. Let's talk about Will Wave. Will Wave. The song. <laughs> Brian's favorite third song. <laughs> I love it. That's a tasty riff. It's very tasty. And Jordan, you said it best when you were like, that's very Deftones-ish. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's um, it's a pretty like heavy yet melodic riff. And I love the little background vocals going on too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... <laughs> we could spice it up for you though, if you guys need, you know... Hit retake. us up, Corey and Matt. Yeah, please. But, you know, it's, it's definitely a very moody, uh, atmospheric, I might even say sexy Yeah. riff. Mm. A little sexy. And that is just Deftones. Yeah. Yeah. Moody atmospheric they, and, and sexy. Mm-hmm. They're good at that stuff. So. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's a nice shake-up with the rest of the record. I mean, the there's some surprisingly, like, melodic and atmospheric bits, um, especially, you know, ending song. Um, but, whoa, whoa, wave is also one of the uh, earlier standouts of like them being a little bit more melodic and experimental with their sound. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. It's a great album. For hating the record, you actually chose some pretty good uh <laughs> Yeah, it's I hate recommendations. It, but I love it. I don't I don't know what to say. It's it's uh I'll figure it out. I'll all, be able to figure out. All I'm going to say it. is it's <laughs> it's ludicrous that you don't like this album as much as the rest of us. Which is a reference to their original band name. Ludacris. Right? For the old heads, yeah. Ludacris. We know about metal, guys. Okay? So don't fucking question us. Don't come on our fucking social media and be like, who the fuck are these guys? Do they even know anything about like metal music? We know about it. Okay? We've been doing it. We've been living it. It's our lives. It was. It's what we do. It still is. And it will be. Until the day I die. So suck on my little cock. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. This All clip right. is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've used it enough though. No, probably not. But 
all of that talk oh. on this album. Yes. Yeah, I've worked up an appetite. And oh. I just got to say, Nick, what are we munching on? What are we munching on? Yeah. Squeak. So today I made us some breakfast sandwiches. Had a little bacon, a little egg, and a little cheese. You know, your classic, that Havarti cheese. Uh, then I topped it with an avocado that had some everything bagel seasoning on there. Drizzled with a little bit of hot honey. And then a little bit of a lemon arugula. And then we've got a uh, nice garlic aioli um, on there as well. How was it, guys? It was so tasty. Yum, 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 yum. It's not a party without Havarti. And then Brian over here, <laughs> Brian over here, uh, what'd you bring? Brian brought something. I So working in the industry that I work in, sometimes you get lucky enough to get free alcohol. Um, I guess I wasn't very descriptive about what I work in cybersecurity and sometimes vendors just, you know, they just throw stuff at you. No one at, cares, uh, Brian. I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, I got some whiskey here. We're drinking some High West. Ooh. West. Uh, whiskey. Hopefully you pour me a baby shot. All right. Yeah, I, I did a little bit. It is a baby shot. It's an American Prairie bourbon. I guess the nose on this one is uh, very whiskey. I believe yeah, I a... believe it is aged for two years, <laughs> I think. I think they said that on the back. All right, we're going to do a little, little swig of this little whiskey. Swig. Can't wait. Yeah. <coughs> Not too bad. I mean, yeah. it tastes like whiskey, mm. which is yeah, not <laughs> yeah. bad whiskey, mm. but like tastes, tastes like whiskey. Tastes I gotta like chase whiskey. it with the other thing that we're drinking today, which is uh, oh, yeah. we getting hammered, baby. The uh, Urban Underdog American Lager, yeah, so. by a local brewery, mm-hmm. Urban Chestnut. It's a good one. Check it out, everyone. If you're in St. Louis, Missouri, they got I love some, the artwork. Yeah. If you're not, then come here. Yeah, come come visit us. They got some dope poutine at uh, Urban Chestnut yeah. too. Really good poutine. Hell yeah! Yeah, Nick, thanks for thanks for breakfast. It was delicious. Course, Thank you course. so much. Of course, guys. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. All right, so um, we only got one single that we're going to talk about today. Um, this new single out by a band called Oceano. The song is called Mass Produced, and it's a fucking Banger. Dumb. Yeah. So good. So dumb. So heavy. The vocals for that band is stupid. Adam Warren. Uh, yeah. I never really appreciated him until recently. He started popping up on like my Instagram feed every once in a while doing vocal covers for things. And the guy's filthy. Dude's a beast. And I um, I listened to Oceano way back in the day with yeah. their album Depths. Depth. Yeah, yeah. And... I can't, I'm trying to remember what the name of that one track was that they were that was so popular. Dude, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know about, what you're talking though. about, yeah. It's I can just, like see the music video yeah, as well. Yeah, it's just it's stupid heavy. Yeah. And um 
I don't think they've put something out since like 2017. So I'm really excited that you yeah. know they got something going again. I wonder. Do you know any ideas if they're like putting a new record out or if that's? I, I'm assuming so, but I I haven't done my research. So right know. now it looks like there is no planned release <gasps> for anything. Fuck. But, Are you going to tease us They like might that. just be keeping a secret. Yeah. Keeping a secret. They're, they're also some Midwest boys, too. They're from Illinois. Damn, that's just right across the dang border right over there, <laughs> now. Right across the damn border, man. Shit, yeah, brothers. Was it District of Misery that you guys were thinking of? Yep, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. It was the first, It was from 13 years ago. So that's... That, <laughs> that was, sounds right. That yeah, would that's track it. with the timeline yeah. for everything. See, I listened to that album and I just immediately... I listened to it back when I didn't like deathcore or death metal. And I've just never really listened to them since 2009. And now I'm regretting a lot of those decisions. Yeah, I, th- I think initially back then I didn't have a um, quite a taste for that kind of sound vocally. So I was like, oh, it's so brutal. But like, I'm not into it. But like, it's so brutal. Where are the clean vocals? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's my high pitch, you know, singing like Smokeahannis, <laughs> Attack, Attack? <laughs> but <laughs> Where's my crab core? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> They're back too, by the way. They are, and they are. Not attack! Good. Attack is back. They are not good. Uh, <laughs> they, clarification: They were never really good. Yeah, but they're worse. Than you got to respect before. the crabcore movement, though. What's the singer's name? Did he go on to start like a Caleb Shomo? Yeah, yeah. He well, he was the start... keyboardist well, and clean vocalist. Yeah. Okay. And he went to form Beartooth, Beartooth. which is awesome. Yeah. Beartooth. I was is gonna great. say I thought Beartooth was cool. Yeah. But... Yeah. Beartooth is tight. They're very like every time I die. And then the original, what's his name? Uh, that went to Mice and Men or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. Um... I don't want to say Carson or no. Uh, something. I can't think of it. Uh, he had uh an issue where he couldn't tour full-time mm-hmm. with his medical condition. Austin Carlisle. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Austin Carlisle. He was like the original and then he was in Of Mice and Men yeah. and then eventually he just kind of stopped, I think. I don't know if he's still doing stuff I think it was because it, it came out that he was a piece of shit. Oh, well, and I mean, so, I guess that could so be it too. And so he kind of got canceled. Uh, <laughs> the, those are things too. Damn. Do Which, we... Uh, have more of that song yeah, though so to say because I really want to. I just went off on this. Yeah, tangent. we did. We apologize. I hope ever anyone who know, knew about any of that stuff appreciated <laughs> the tangent because you probably did. But if you didn't, you're probably what the fuck are these guys talking about? But we're gonna share a little bit more from this <laughs> another little clip from that single because it's so fucking it's the whiskey badass. stupid <laughs> yeah i mean we're all coming after that you know what i mean my genuine reaction the first time that uh brian played this for us earlier i immediately just the biggest stank face the those fucking double kicks that he's doing yeah are stupid gross five out of five jizzes that's what i would give it i'm gonna go add this to my playlist for the gym tomorrow and probably lift the most weight yeah, the uh, the transition it comes like out of from um, before is actually like almost a little bit melodic too. There's like little melodic leads, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Huh, that's weird." And then that's you're nice. like, screw, 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 uh, 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 "Slow down," and then boom, 
You're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I don't know. But a tempo change and lots of double bass and a chug. Huge chugs. Huge chugs. Huge chugs. <laughs> Make huge chubs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm chubby right now. Well, I'm looking forward to whatever they release then. And I'm going to go through and listen to some of their older stuff as well. Uh, yeah. Because I have a refined palate these days. There you go. Yeah, dude. Uh, again, that song was called Mass Produced by Oceano. So go check that yep. out. Be on the lookout for Whatever new stuff from them, I'm sure. And that's it. That's all we got for you guys. That's it. Thanks so much for anybody who is continuing to listen. Um, next week, we are going to talk about a band called Spite. 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 Or to the fight. They have a new record, Dedication to Flesh. So good. It's also another filthy record. Very filthy. Yeah, we're going to get filthy. We're going to get nasty. I'm excited about it. Me too. It's going to be good times. Yeah, I'm excited too. All right, guys. It's been so much fun. I'll miss you both. Miss you guys until next week. Miss you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love you.